The Secrets of Stargate is brought to you by the StarQuest Production Network and is made possible by our many generous patrons. If you'd like to support the podcast, please visit sqpn.com slash give. You're listening to The Secrets of Stargate, episode 125. General West, Jackson has identified the seventh symbol. All right, here we go. We are about to try to make a connection. All we gotta do is bust out of here, commandeer the ship, and fly on home. Indeed. You say that a lot. I know that this could be dangerous. But this is our job, right? It's what we signed on to do. It was never about going home. It's about getting us to where we're going. Hi, I'm Jack Berizzini, and you're listening to The Secret to Stargate, where you talk about the hidden meanings and deeper layers found in the Stargate movies, TV series, and more. And joining me today are Lisa Jones. Hi, Lisa. Hey, Jack. And Victor Lambs. Hey, Victor. Supreme Commander Victor Lambs. I'm sorry. (laughs) Yes, that is correct. (laughs) Please forgive me. (laughs) Today we are discussing this absolutely riveting episode of SG-1. It's episode 17, Disclosure. And to be honest, I did not even put together a summary for this episode because it is a clip show. We get we get this frame story of the SGC uh, Colonel Hammond, and we get a uh, Kinsey there being his wonderful self, uh, revealing to the Russians or the Russians already know, but revealing to the Chinese, the French, uh, I think the English are there, and the Germans, the British, the British, yes, the British, uh, all the the uh, the Stargate program exists, and pretty much the whole episode is clips from previous previous uh seasons of stargate uh to fill in i guess the world leaders on what's going on and all for the audience to uh get a recap before we get get to the end of the season which yeah it's it's not really not really a lot to say about it but it is cool to see that we have uh we finally have reached this point where other nations are going to be brought in i guess that's that's the big positive takeaway from this episode do you have any, uh, any thoughts on this episode, Lisa? <laughs> <laughs> so many notes. Uh, actually, I'm going to say for a clip episode, it's, it's not bad. Like mm-hmm. if, you, if you have to rank, this is the third clip episode they've done. And there, I think there's two more coming up. Uh, this is the second best. And, and that's, that's saying, because the, the one that is the best, it is the best. Like, you can't argue. It's Citizen Joe. Right, Victor? And you can't argue that's the best clip episode ever. Yeah, I don't Um, even consider that a clip episode, but it is. But It is. Yeah. Yeah. So I like that they, I like that they attempted plot, Mm -hmm. you know? I mean, you've asked us how many times, like, when is the rest of the world going to find out? We're like, there it is. Uh, You know, there's, there's some funny lines and some little moments. And of course you get Thor. So you got to love Thor. So as far as clip shows go, not bad. Yeah, I think it I think they do the best possible with the format and it's not a clip show that has hardly any new content. There's probably about maybe 15 minutes of new stuff. So that's nice. I actually looked up and someone on YouTube has made a cut down version of this episode that just includes <laughs> oh, no. the new scene, so if that's you awesome. If you, if you don't feel like rewatching all the previous clips, then you can just I watch that watched and you're, that one. You're, right. you're back up to speed. <laughs> Though I say they they did pick good clips. I mean, so you did. realize some of those were some of the best 
episodes we've talked about. So, yeah, yeah. some. <laughs> Look what about at you, Victor? <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> we we do get to see some cool wireframe models of all the ships and stuff that Major Davis, you know, throws up on the screen. And but no, there, there's there there are some interesting things going on in this episode. Gary Chalk is back as as Colonel Chekhov, and and his Russian accent is is much you know improved he's he's delightful in this episode um i do like in this episode and we see this I, I was watching a sequest episode from 1993 and they were saying like oh this this mission had the top space faring nations of of 2018 on it because the show takes place and it's, it was interesting to see like who they thought the world powers like were going to be mm. you know so we have like the british the french the chinese now, nowadays, I think the French would not be there and the Indians would be there just given in terms of like how advanced their space program is. Yeah. But so it is interesting to kind of see the the provincialism of, you know, the the, the mid aughts coming through. But no, I mean, there, there are some interesting things here. Um, the guy playing the uh, the British ambassador, Vince Martin Evans, was was very good, I thought. And of course, it's always good to see. Uh, Francis Lau from from Lost a lot, uh, you know, Lost and other shows, uh, mm -hmm. a Dark Matter and stuff. He keeps popping up, and it's always good to see him too. But yeah, there. I mean, it is an episode that's been a long time coming. You know, when did the other nations find out about the Stargate? And and so I think this is without without the clips. You know, this this could have been a pretty boring episode too. So if they have to combine two kind of boring episodes together to give us just one boring episode, I guess it works. <laughs> yeah. And really the, the most dramatic thing that happens is that Kinsey being the slimy politician that he is, <laughs> tries to use this as an opportunity to take, basically do a hostile takeover of the SGC and the Stargate program. Uh, putting the NID in charge because they're a quote unquote civilian operation. Yeah. And it's, it's fun to see all the back and forth of that. And it's, it's also funny how, how much sniping Kinsey is doing at his own people in front yeah. of these other world leaders. Like that just makes us look uh, really bad. Like it I shows that you have no confidence in your own team. And that's not a good look when you're talking to your ambassadors from these other Superpowers. Yeah, I mean, you see that sometimes in in workplaces too, right? Where someone will throw their team under the bus in order to advance their own agenda and stuff. And those people never go far. I don't think Kinsey sees them as his team. True, I, I That's think true. he sees himself as separate, <laughs> like separate and above them. I do think it's interesting, and I and I'd completely forgotten this that he comes in and wants the NID to take over. And the last we saw Kinsey, the NID tried to kill him. Yeah. Just a few rogue agents answering uh, yeah. to interests that weren't acting in the interests of the NID's <laughs> yeah. interests or whatever. Yes, <laughs> yeah. it was the committee. Is that what they were called? Yeah, the, the bad committee. guys. Yes. <laughs> so that was a little nice, nice twist. And if you realize the five countries that are represented in that room are the five permanent members of the UN Security Council. Hmm, so I'm assuming that's oh, okay. why they chose those that makes five. Sense is because they were then and they are still the only five permanent members of the UN Security Council. So consider Time to shake up that UN Security Council. Yeah. <laughs> who's going to vote for, who's going to vote for that cuz they all yeah, got veto exactly. powers. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> 
It is also funny, given the current geopolitical climate, to see that Russia is really the only one sticking up for the United States in this <laughs> this situation and vouching for them. Very pragmatically, too. I love, yes. I love the scene where Colonel Chekhov pulls the Chinese ambassador, who is, who is played by uh, a Francois Chow, not whatever I said earlier. But it's like, you know, it's like, they take all the risk, you know, they go through the gate and they bring stuff back and they share it with us. Trust me, it's a sweetheart, you know, of a deal. You you take it, you like it and stuff. And um, not exactly like that, but it's it. I, I did love that scene just yeah. where and the, and the Chinese ambassador is like, hmm, like, you know, this could be a not very bad. good deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I loved that the uh, Chinese ambassador is saying how wrong it is that, uh, the countries the U.S. is keeping this big secret from their citizens. And he says, we, the Chinese, don't do that. And I'm like, oh, yes, the Chinese government does not keep secrets from mm -mm, its people. Mm -mm. Hmm. And they like, didn't like huh. play a trombone sound there. So I didn't know if they like <laughs> the writers actually believed that or or if they were just if it's Malazzi and Mali. I don't know if they just put that out as like a satirical joke, but I it, don't, it, was a, it was so on the nose. It was yeah. satire. Yeah. They don't like play a weird sound effect or anything. They're like, yeah, <laughs> sound <like a> tank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I love that this is Malazzi and Mali because they had you could see they're like, oh, OK, we have to do it. So, yeah, why not? And let's try to make it fun and interesting. I got uh, Davis being the cheerleader again. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the hype man. Running the PowerPoints. Yep. I did see it. I, did, I saw it defined uh, somewhere online that said, like, he gave the, like, Stargate 101, like, presentation. Yeah. You know, here it is in a nutshell. And he just runs through it really fast. And yep. I, they're all like, what? And then Which, the British guy gets upset because, like, what was it, like, two meteors were actually... Uh, spaceships and then Major Davis is like, yeah, it was actually three. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's close. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 when they did a clip show like this uh, to catch everybody up on Hercules, the legendary journeys, they, the name of the, uh, the episode was for those of you just joining us, <laughs> which you have to, you have to wonder if, if sci fi did this because it's like, okay, we're going to be either wrapping up the show or continuing it. We need to bring the audience up to speed. But this is like a weird, point in the season like two-thirds mm -hmm. of two three-quarters of the way through the season to be doing this yeah it really is and i was i was wondering did they know they were i guess they probably didn't know they were getting renewed at this point and so what's the so. point of a clip show in Money. the back half of your <laughs> supposedly final season maybe what they were thinking was we can run this when we start running reruns so people can get caught yeah. up but at this point it's coming so late in the game that you don't really need to get if you if you're watching the show you don't need to get caught up if you're past this point already so and and a lot of the clips they showed weren't like story beats they were just like cg beats they're like here's something we blew up here's another <laughs> thing we blew up here's something that crashed here's something that blew up hey yeah, yeah you know y'all like that <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> Where, but if they wanted to save money and the only two actors they could afford were like, you know, Ronnie Cox and, and Donna S. Davis, they should have just like had Hammond and Kinsey like in a boxing match with like <laughs> big boxing mitts and just like fighting each other for 42 minutes. I would watch that. They could have done like a 12 Angry Men kind of thing. Just have it be yeah. in a room talking. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, Babylon 5 has done episodes where it's just basically two characters in a room talking 
you know, and it's one of the most riveting episodes of, of, of the series. So they, they, they could have saved money, but if, if they were told, no, it has to be a clip show, there's no other way you can spend, uh, save money. I don't, I don't know what they could have done at that point. I did see a Malazi yeah. in an interview said that they were told bottle episodes and clip show. And we, yeah. we've talked about how many bottle episodes we've had this season because they, they front load. I mean, so much of their money was at the very beginning of the season. Yeah. And then the season finale we know is a, well, Jack doesn't, but Victor and I know yeah. <laughs> it's a doozy. Like that's where the money goes. When you see that one, this will make complete sense. Nice. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's always funny when you have a clip show that is almost enough material to be its own episode, but they just kind of pad it out. And I feel like this kind of falls in that range. Yeah. Whereas mm-hmm. there are some shows where they'll do a clip show and it's literally like you have the opening like little setup and then the rest of it is just clips. Or they don't really do that a, here. They're flipping through a photo album and it's like, oh, there's that Christmas yeah. that we like burned the cake. And it like. They could have had like Sam and Jack sitting on a couch just flipping through their scrapbook or something. That's fine. As long as they're sitting really close. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so or they could have done like a whole blooper episode. That would have been funny. Yeah. That like outtakes. Oh my gosh. I bet there's a ton. I mean, there are if you look them up on YouTube, but yeah, that I feel like the, the Stargate would be a good fit for that kind of thing. They're able to have enough fun that they could pull that off. Yeah. Think about it. Their main, I mean, the only main SG-1 wasn't in this. No, they really weren't. That was the other thing, too. The other notable thing is, like, no cast member of SG-1. Like, they didn't have Jonas, like, stick his head through the door and say, hey, do you guys (laughs) need more coffee or anything? You know. Did you technically have Michael Shanks since it was Thor or was this someone else's? Uh, Thor? No, it was Michael Shanks Thor, I thought. And they had Michael Shanks picture up. So maybe he got like paid for a full appearance. I don't know. But, yeah. I mean, we, we, that was interesting. And then we do learn some interesting things like the fact that the Prometheus still doesn't have a functioning hyperdrive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was interesting to learn. Um, I can't remember if we learned we learn maybe a little bit more about how Prometheus was funded and built, but I mean, nothing too critical. Yeah. It's just them talking about, it's been reverse engineered at area 51 and yeah, pretty much that. Mm-hmm. But at the end it gets outfitted with shields and weapons. So from the Asgard. So, right. Cause yeah. uh, basically all we're at the point where, Kinsey is convinced the rest of the nations other than Russia that the Navy or the Air Force should not be, I'm going to get in trouble for doing that. Um, (laughs) The Air Force should not be running uh, the SG program and Thor comes in and basically drops a hammer on all Thor's hammer. Hey, I wasn't even intending (laughs) that, but that works out. There we go. (laughs) On all of Kinsey's plans. Uh, to take over the Stargate program and basically says, I trust General Hammond and Jack O'Neill to run this program. And if mm-hmm. you have a problem with it, you can go pound sand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In and his I, awesome chair. Yeah. That's true. And I love that it was, you know, you see Hammond be like, I have one last thing I can do. And like, he leaves the room and then, then they act like nothing ever happened. And then in comes Thor. And you realize he called them. Yep. 
gotta, yeah. gotta put in the call. <laughs> and they, they seem very like the other ambassadors seem very easily impressed by what could have been faked, like <laughs> any number of ways. It's like, oh, he turned off the lights and now here's a puppet in a chair. <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> You know, they're they're very like, oh, this must be an alien because that's never been hoaxed before. I know, I know, but we'll leave that there. But, um, but yeah, they they could have easily just made an animatronic puppet and yeah, or some sort of projection. But hey, yeah. Well, even in the very beginning, it was the British ambassador is like, you know thinking this is a hoax like what you're telling me is a bunch of lies you, you could have, you could have made something a little more believable and you know so maybe by that i mean they've been sitting in that room for a long time with major davis and <laughs> yeah. kinsey and, and they're just like it's you know it's like when you're in a, like a zoom call or something and it takes forever and ever and ever and then something happens you're like wow that was that was unexpected yeah wow. yeah <laughs> they just needed to go to the bathroom and ready to get out of there yeah yeah I mean, I mean, I mean, if you look at, I mean, there's another reading of this episode where maybe like, I mean, it all could have been a hoax, really. I mean, they're just showing <laughs> clips from a TV show not to get meta, but. <laughs> yeah, I would assume that the clips are just for the representation to the audience and it's more just pictures and slideshows of yeah. these different events. I I just imagine Major Davis like very animatedly like trying to explain, <laughs> and then the mothership crashes down into the ocean and sploosh. You it's know? like just, uh, yeah. it's like when C three PO is telling the Star Wars yeah, yeah. stories yes. to the Ewoks and he's making all the sound effects. Yeah, now that would have been that would have been fun. Like to have Colin Cunningham get up there, Major yeah. Davis, and like. <laughs> With like a little model of the ship. Yeah. He's standing on the table, his top buttons and his tie is loosened. And he's just like. He gets one of the like yeah. Chiquita banana stickers, puts it yeah. on his forehead to be Teal'c. Yeah. <laughs> See, they should have just called us. We have all kinds of ideas. Yeah. Amazon, if you're listening, hire us yeah. to write your next clip show. <laughs> Please do. Or just lock us in a room and we'll just brainstorm it all and come up with it. Yes. We're scabs. We, 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 <laughs> we'll, we'll write any show. Or, or we'll ask ChatGPT too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, that's, I mean, that's really pretty much it. <laughs> did, did we stretch that long enough? Uh, hold on, hold on. Um, Victor's got more. Oh, yeah. So this episode really does. So we haven't heard about Anubis since. Oh, yeah. Like the first or second episode of the season. Yeah, he kind of disappeared. Yeah. And, and then him. this episode is all about what a big threat Anubis is. And eventually they do say, oh, he's marshalling his forces, you know, and then he's going to attack us. That's that's for sure. And and it mm -hmm. and it just the fact that they mentioned him in this episode without showing him kind of just reinforces how much he's been sidelined for the first you know three quarters of the season mm -hmm. he's like the big bad and he we haven't seen him or heard from him we've just been kind of you know messing around with nearty and who knows what else planets of the week yeah 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 which which I, I like those episodes but if we if you establish a big bad in like episode one of the season you have to kind of like seed it throughout the season you know, episode four, mm -hmm. it's like, oh, Anubis destroyed another planet. 
he's going to be a big bad guy that we have to deal with, you know, that sort of thing. So do you think it, I mean, I'm assuming to, to have Anubis on, he costs more money because of his, have we seen his face yet? His... N- n- no, but it's just like a reflective, like okay. Cobra commander mask at this point. So, so I just wondered if, cause I mean, we're going to get a whole heck of a lot of them here. Yeah. Coming up in a few episodes, but yeah, but you're right. I hadn't thought about it. That, that... Yeah. Like you totally forgot about him and it's like, <laughs> oh, this, and then it's like, Anubis is going to attack us. You're like, wait, who? Oh, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think we did get the the one episode where he destroys the planet and the NID has. Um, was that this season where the NID is stole the device and that causes the planet? Like Anubis comes and he basically oh is the one with blast uh, Henry, the Henry yeah. Gibson. I think that was last episode because. Or last season. Okay, yeah. Cannot remember the name of the episode off the top of my head, so but that one. I remember it like it was only yesterday. <laughs> Today we are discussing the twentieth episode of season five, The Sentinel. What are your thoughts <laughs> on this episode, Father? Slow. It, I mean, it's not the, the worst episode by any stretch of imagination, but it is really slow. Um, obviously, it's a follow-up to Shades of Grey, the, the NID, you know, showing mm-hmm. the damage that NID did out there, out in the universe, especially with uh, Earth's reputation and things like that. But it's just slow. It, 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 like you guys are just saying, you know, you know, five minutes of the episode were the important part, the end, you know, the last five <laughs> minutes, and that was it. So... Yeah, it was an okay episode, but like I said, slow. <laughs> awesome. Uh, y'all have any other uh, thoughts on this episode? <laughs> uh, it was it was definitely a a clip show, and and I mean, it was kind of cool to see Ronnie Cox completely being like super <laughs> evil Kinsey. We haven't yeah. really seen super evil Kinsey in a while, mm-hmm. and just the fact that he is so willing to throw the SGC under the bus you know, to, to advance his own career and the way he does it. I mean, nobody else could have pulled that off except for Ronnie Cox. Um, so kudos to, to the actor and bluegrass musician for, for, um, (laughs) that's actually, he's actually like renowned bluegrass musician as well. So check out his music uh, and watch this episode. Yeah. And, um, and, uh, yeah, I think he, he really kind of made this episode. It was cool to see him get him, Mm -hmm kind of like a like squaring off against Hammond and mm-hmm. if it had just been the two of them like in a room I think that would have worked as well mm-hmm. that would have been fun to see <laughs> yeah and I thought they did a good job of which clips they selected they they had a nice um variety of seasons that's so, true yeah. yeah so we pulled from pretty early on I think maybe season two uh yeah Touchdown. Touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I thought that was nice that you're going far back and not just like this season and last season, but kind of incorporating for, you know, people who haven't been watching the whole time. So like I said, Stargate 101. So mm. I guess if anyone is new to Stargate, we tell them, watch this episode. Get caught You up. won't have any idea what's going on, but you'll see lots <laughs> of things explode. Yes. <laughs> and Major Davis tried to explain it all. Yeah. Just start at the beginning and watch all the way through. And skip and this episode. No. <laughs> listen to each of our podcasts as you yeah. watch it. And then yeah. 
<laughs> you will understand everything. There you go. <laughs> awesome. Uh, we do have some uh, feedback um, every so often on our Discord channel at uh, sqpn.com slash Discord. I like to ask different questions uh, relating to Stargate. So this time I had asked, what piece of technology from Stargate would you like to have in your life and how would you use it to make your life easier? And one eek, it's a three e, so I'm just going to pronounce it like one eek, uh, says, uh, take my money and give me that healing hand. Hopefully it ha- does not have similar side effects as the sarcophagus. And the time machine from Mobius would be great, but a little bit dangerous too. <laughs> I think the healing hand would be nice to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think for me, I mean, aside from the Stargate itself, I, I just really <laughs> want a mouth. Oh yeah, that'd be <laughs> I know that that's probably like the least impressive from a technology standpoint, but golly, some like little robot tank I can just send anywhere I want. I can see that. Yeah. And that's one of the ones that you could actually little probably arm. get. Yeah, yeah exactly. just send so yeah. the kids up from school. That really like, exists. <laughs> like, oh, you have a packet of information for me? Let me just reach out with my mouth arm and grab that. I don't even have to pick the kids up. I just send the mouth and they can ride it back. <laughs> could order pizza and go pick it yeah. up without having to get off your couch yeah <laughs> I, I i love mouths i think they're the greatest thing do you remember what Gosh. it stands for oh <laughs> i don't love them that much how much do you love mouths name all their songs um, no and uh matthew who is our uh, resident uh farmer says uh those harvester ships from the ashin would be pretty handy and the shield hmm. device that Rodney found would probably be more useful. And I just want to say, if you're ever if you're interested in hearing about uh, the technology of farming, you should check out uh, Secrets of Technology episode 195. Uh, Matthew is a guest on that episode, and they talk all about all the different technology that is used utilized in farming, and it's really interesting. I remember it like it was only yesterday. You need a chime or something. <laughs> Disney chimes. <laughs> If you were going to have a, if you could have one piece of technology, Lisa, what would you have? Oh gosh. I don't know. I, I, I think the, um, I mean, the sarcophagus sounds nice to me just without the, you know, turning you evil thing, just because it looks like it would be very restful Mm -hmm. and like, I'm kind of hit middle aged and I'm feeling the, you know, crap. So I I don't know. That sounds kind of nice. Rejuvenated and get a good sleep at the same time and then i don't know i don't know maybe the withdrawal and the turning evil would be okay i don't know it might mm. be worth it to sleep <laughs> maybe <laughs> can, can i change my answer sure <laughs> i want the quantum mirror because i think it'd be better than tv because it would be me on it just different oh. <laughs> versions of me i'd watch the adventures of like successful me and then the adventures of like me just getting like hit by a train and then like the adventures of me it would be really it'd be like when you think about it that's that's like the ultimate like form of entertainment could be i suppose you could look at it that way it could also be extremely depressing yeah or it could be like a like a warning yeah don't do this because this is what's going to happen well with the weather lately maybe the weather device should be the most practical thing we should all want you know for the what hurricane out there and we're in texas we've been in drought so you know maybe we should be practical stop thinking about ourselves 
Think about everybody. <laughs> Just don't steal the Madronin's touchstone or you'll never hear the end of it. <laughs> How about you, Jack? What's your favorite yeah. uh, technology that you'd like? Man, I don't know. It's I think if I if I'm gonna if I was gonna go big, I would just get a death glider. It'd be fun to cruise around in. Oh. It would actually. Drop the kids off at school, park that at work. Although I feel like if I had a death death glider, I probably wouldn't need to go to work because I could kind of get whatever I wanted with that. <laughs> dream dream big, get a cargo ship, and then you got the oh. ring transporters. You can oh, just yeah. drop them down. Oh, I like that too. Yeah, that would be good. Or I could go simple. I just want one of those helmets that is the big like snake and then it opens up and looks <laughs> yeah. really goofy. Halloween's coming up. Yeah, yes. peekaboo. Get one of those. I'm sure you can people, find it on eBay or something. I've seen some online that people have made and they're really cool. And I am not uh, crafty enough to know how to build something like that. <laughs> Do they automatically like retract this stuff too or? I've seen ones online that people have made like with 3D printers and little actuators and probably like an Arduino to control it. It has oh, like the LEDs wow. and all that. And they look much better than the ones in the show. <laughs> like <laughs> they're just more well done, but the technology is more advanced now. So, yeah, I mean, LED technology has advanced like so much over the last 20 or 30 years that like you go back and you watch TV shows from the 90s and you're like, oh, if you just had like the five cent leds that we have now this would have looked so much cooler <laughs> but get those little rgb ones and you can do whatever yeah. you want and uh our last uh answer on here is joden aka jeff says the ancient time looping device would be nice to have if it only affected me as long as i can turn it off so i'm not trapped i could really catch up on reading that's a good point i thought mm-hmm. about that or he also says uh, the Tokra gauntlet that grants strength and speed. It would be oh, nice yeah, to be stuck from in a upgrades. Time. Oh, yeah. the thing on the arm. Yeah. Yeah. That makes you super hungry. <laughs> and you can eat whatever you want and not get fat. That would be cool. And still get a Diet Coke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Does it help you like burn fat, though, when you're using it? I don't know. Uh, I'm, well, I imagine that like after you've burned through your your carbs, right? It would just start using your body fat as sustenance. So it's like a shortcut to keto. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be nice to have. <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah, we uh, really appreciate all the feedback. It's uh, fun to get y'all's answers on this. Um, I like dropping uh, new new questions every so often so if you want to be part of that check out our discord at sqpn.com slash discord and we have our secrets of stargate channel there and if you go there you can also see some amazing memes and paintings that we have that our listeners have shared on there so i'm not going to say anything more than that <laughs> yeah. if you want to see the painting check it out there it's going to show up on my august 19th yeah. yes it's it's gonna i'm printing that out it's going to show up in my daughter's room when she wakes up in the morning <laughs> you need to film a reaction <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah awesome that, that might be coming <laughs> oh i'm looking forward to that <laughs> before we go we'd like to take a moment to thank our patrons who make it possible for us to create the secrets of stargate including elisha r jimmy c brandon h and jeff and rebecca there are generous donations at sqpn.com slash give make it possible for us to continue the secrets of stargate and all the shows at starquest you can join them by visiting sqpn.com slash give be sure to follow the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, iHeartRadio, 
and you can find our video versions at youtube.com slash starquestmedia. And to find previous episodes of Secret to Stargate and to send feedback, please visit sqpn.com slash stargate, and you can email us at stargate at sqpn.com, or follow StarQuest on social media at facebook.com slash starquestmedia, or on Twitter, or X if we're going to be forced to call it that, at <laughs> sqpn. And we'll be back next time when we'll be discussing the next episode of SG-1, Forsaken. Until then, Lisa Jones, thank you for joining me and sharing the secrets of Stargate. Thanks, Jack. And Victor Lambs, thank you too. Thanks, Jack. The Americans are hiding something and have been for years now. That Russia seems to have no objection is all the more confusing. I believe it. That's very accurate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Once again, I'm Jack Berzini. Thank you for listening to The Secrets of Stargate on StarQuest. Anyway, I'm sorry, but that just happens to be how I feel about it. What do you think? If you've enjoyed Jimmy Akin's Mysterious World, you'll also enjoy another StarQuest Network show, The Secrets of Star Wars. Find it wherever you can find podcasts or at sqpn.com slash Star Wars.